thanks for joining us again. Jared, I, I said it at the end of the last episode, just when I thought the barrel couldn't get any lower, I think we've dug in a little bit deeper here. With Double Trouble, 1992, starring the Barbarian Brothers. Now, I believe you've, you're a sort of a veteran of, of the brothers, or you know of them. No. Pretty no, well, no? Well, I knew of them, but I'd never really... I hadn't delved into what, any What was their... Can I just ask this? Because, fuck, I know this will come up later, but I might as well ask it now. What was their claim to fame pre-Double Trouble? Oh, I think they were just just successful bodybuilders, weren't they? Were they even bodybuilders? They were just kind of... Like, we haven't got off to a flyer here. Well, well, I, don't, I don't know a whole lot about them. Well, at least I knew one of them was deceased, which was uh, one step ahead of you, <laughs> seemingly, when you wandered in and asked me, well, I wonder what these blokes are up to these days. Well, one of them's taking a dirt nap, but the other one's still going. Still going strong. But, yeah, look, I can't I thought say... we talked about not missing it. <laughs> I don't think it's good for his family to I find out that I'm going to rip his fucking performance to shreds. No, no, look. I, I think they were just, yeah, I think they were just... Because I thought the they might have been scene. in, like, a, a Conan rip-off or a... Or well, they a, were in one, like, in one, like, Barbarian. <laughs> Wasn't it called Barbarian? <laughs> I don't know. No, you've got the notes here. Fuck, I'm going off the cuff. <laughs> What are you expecting? Well, that makes two of us. No, I just thought, look, I, I just had seen the teasers. I'd seen the previews on other videos. Oh. So I was aware of who they were. Because I don't believe they had a very large filmography. No, no, it was only like a handful of films. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was just kind of like one of those. It was lightning in a bottle. Everyone's, everyone's, <laughs> making, everyone's making straight to straight to video movies. These guys had some level of notoriety in the bodybuilding scene, and so here we go. That's how it gets to this level. You go for it. All right. Quick whip round. What do you see? Because you're what back I at work seen? now. So yeah, okay. yeah, not a lot. I finished um, Yellow Jackets. Hmm. Yeah, they pulled a couple of... Uh, some swift ones. Pulled a couple of swift ones late. Very interested to see where it continues, though. Pretty but clear. But you haven't got uh, Paramount Plus anymore. No, I still do. Okay. I've still got another but, seven or eight weeks of it, yeah. But, but they won't put out another season. No, they won't put another season then, but just hopefully, I don't know, maybe next Prime Day I might get another, <laughs> another cheap couple of months. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair, enough, fair So, yes, I uh, I finished that. That was that was everything for me. Okay. Yeah, I've, I am um, currently working my way through Malignant. Oh, yeah. I, had a, I had a couple of hefty days at work, so uh, three nights on the trot, I've gotten through 10 minutes and then yeah, fall asleep. Fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm chipping away at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as, as Kiz Rock would say, we're chipping away. <laughs> I watched Encanto. Mm. Look, I enjoyed Encanto. It looks beautiful. It's not a Pixar, I don't think. I think it's no. a Disney. Um. But these movies just don't make a dent anymore. Like, they're all the same. Like, I said to my daughter, I cannot remember what... I couldn't even remember what the one about the Day of the Dead was called. Oh, are you kidding me? That was one of, That's one of their I best. I could not remember Coco. a thing about it. Fantastic Can, movie. Cannot remember it. Yeah, well, you need um, to go back to it. Cannot it's, it's remember Inside Out. Can, yeah, like, I remember Up. I remember Incredibles. I remember Toy Story. I mean, these, they, just, they just go straight past me. That's probably because they're not my... De- I'm not the demographic, but it just feels like they're, they're all a bit the same. Yeah, look, there is... I mean, of course, 
They're doing similar things at times. I mean, I remember Frozen too, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I thought Coco was one of their stronger efforts. Again, if I could remember it, it probably oh, would yeah. have been. Well, fuck, there's your issue. But, I mean, no, yeah. but that's, that's what I mean. They're so disposable, I can't remember them. I don't yeah. know, they don't have anything to hold me. I, I remember sequences in Up and things like that yeah. because they stuck out. They resonate. Yeah. So these ones don't resonate for me. They just kind of fly past. Like I'm Yeah, like, I hear what you're saying. But, yeah, look, I... I, I had similar similar feelings. I mean, they're so disposable. Obviously, you haven't come across Raya and the Last Dragon already. No, <laughs> yeah. didn't even know that was there. Yeah, yeah. There is a there is an element of that. Is it because there's more and more of them? Well, well I think it's just now the you know it's a bit more flat. They've kind of taken that Pixar model, right? So now it is the kind of the, the Pixar and Disney product are very very similar. Yeah. And so you get a Pixar and you get a Disney and they're just kind of bouncing back and forth. Are and Pixar yeah. in, still in bed with Disney? Or yeah, Disney they... owns them now. Yeah. So, okay, so Pixar, there's Pixar, Disney, and then there's Disney on its own. Yeah. So yeah. why not just make Pixar movies? Oh, that's right. To me, oh, hang on. That's right. There's fucking money to be taken out of people's pockets. But to me, it seems like that's what's happening. It's a bit of cross-pollination. Disney's learned a few things from Pixar and just... That's what they are. So, but I hear you. I hear you. Got to stick your fucking grubby hands in our pockets again. But a I'm, couple of times a year. But I'm I'm, I'm marking up about the Coco comment. Okay, I love, well I, I love Coco. Well, if I could remember, if I watched it again, <laughs> I might remember that it was good. The fu- the funniest thing about you not remembering it is the main song in the movie is called "Remember Me." Oh fuck! Well, <laughs> there you go. There That's what I mean. Okay, remember it. Oh, no, I you know what I mean. What I mean is, I just nothing in it resonated at all. Hmm. So I, I can't remember what it was, other than the fact that it was set in the, during the Day of the Dead. Yeah, right. Stop showing me that shit, because it's starting to fucking upset me. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry continues to show me photos from the Barbarian Brothers collection, <laughs> which can only be described as cringy juicy. Are they films? Yeah. The Barbarians. It's a film. Okay, so that, that's that's where they're known. There's one of them that looks like cheap Golden Axe cosplay. Oh, God. And the only other thing I saw was the first episode of a show that premiered on Netflix yesterday, I think. It's called Keep Breathing. It's all about this young young lawyer who's trying to get to a small, uh, it's sort of a very um, uh, a wilderness type of area to, to meet with someone. I think it's in, in Canada. Mm. So she desperately gets on a plane with these two blokes who are flying a small sort of, you know, small plane. Yep. And the plane goes down, and she's stuck out in the middle of nowhere. And we, she's it, the, the first episode flashes back a couple of times to some things in her past. So I'm assuming that you know we're going to get some some dig into you know why she wanted to come out here because it she hasn't given you know a reason for why she wanted to come out into the middle of nowhere. And so far, first episode, 35 minutes, six-episode run, pretty solid. I initially couldn't quite place the girl who was in it, but she's from Scream. Hmm. She's the main girl out of Scream. Yeah, right. Scream, who I was very uncomplimentary about her performance in Scream, but she seems like she's better here. Yeah, but that's it. Gold. Yeah. Now, quick up or down, Jared, John Wick 4. Oh. 
Fucking hell. Honestly, I mean, I said it to you, it's pure lunacy. Yeah. But it's the right kind of lunacy. I mean, the thing was a minute long. And I just finished it. I was sitting there going, oh, God. <laughs> These idiots are all sorts of silly things are going on. But it's the right kind of stuff. The John Wick franchise has never sort of it's always had its tongue in its cheek slightly. Yeah. About what, what's going on. And it works, a treat. I mean, I reckon this one will be more successful than the others. Yeah, yeah. Well the teaser is just perfectly whipped together. Mm. It's just snippets. I mean you can barely you just see a flash, and then you're on to the next thing. But you can just see we're going to be loaded to the fucking gills with, <laughs> punching with people silly shit again, you know. <laughs> Forget about horses and horses kicking people and fights on motorbikes. We're past that. We're on the next level <laughs> stuff. And then the end of it where it's like, you ready, John? And he just kind of looks and goes, yeah. I'm like, perfect. This, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. this is how you put a, put a teaser together. Exactly. And... I just think, you know, that the, the, the series has barely put a foot wrong mm. in the sense of it taking that sort of that idea and then expanding it and expanding it again and, and, and taking things to the absolute, you know, nth degree, the fights and stuff. I mean, I think the third one was the most successful by quite a bit. Yeah. And so there's plenty of money to be made in John Wick beating the piss out of every man <laughs> he's talking. <laughs> which, which, you know, I, mean, what, I'd like I, to, I can fucking dig into that. I'd like to see the body count at this point. I mean, <laughs> it seemed to have risen heftily in each picture. But, I mean, there's, there seems to be individual sequences where he's working through about 45 people. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, what? I, it's got me written all over. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm, yeah. I'm right there. I am there. Day one. Day one, where I'll be in. All right, let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 1992's Double Trouble. Detective Jane, this is Stephen Tarlow from the District Attorney's Office and Agent Regan from the FBI. Hi. Nice to meet you. You'll have to excuse my voice. I've been screaming at assholes all morning. Double Trouble from 1992, directed by John Paragon, who directed the Elvira Mistress of the Dark film. Produced by Brad Crevoy, who seems to have produced every Hallmark movie ever made. (laughs) Recently, smart businessman. Uh, yeah, well, it's a, mo- it's, a, it's, it's a business model that seems to work. Yeah. I bet you he's fucking rolling in money. I mean, at this point, I'm sure they just put posters out. There's not actually this oh, many yeah, yeah, films. Yeah, there's no films. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to them. They say we'll get there. Yeah. He's and, convinced Hallmark that he's put a film out. They don't even know because they've got that many going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, we'll pay for that yeah. one too. Just give me a $10 million budget. <laughs> yeah, okay, off you go and make it. Chiching. <laughs> he sends back the poster art. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also produced by Steve Stabler, who I think he's he made the rest of the Hallmark movies. <laughs> 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 they both got in on that. And he also made something called the Glass Cage. Interestingly enough, when I first saw it, I thought it said the Brass Cage, which was a restaurant. <laughs> Down in the Belcon and Mall, Jared. I don't know if you ever went there. For a no, pretty, I'm pretty fucking. Sure it was, pretty sure it was closed by the time I come of the age that I'd be actually going to go there. I remember eating a pretty fucking bad 
be strong enough down there in some pretty dim lighting. <laughs> I you know what it felt like. What are those fucking bars in Goodfellas? <laughs> Except they don't serve strong enough. <laughs> no. And I'll never forget it. We get... We get the plate of Stroganoff <laughs> that looks like... I mean, it's fucking grey. <laughs> and my mate takes a couple of swallows and then he looks at me and he goes, pretty good, eh? <laughs> and our response was, no, it's not. Like, I'd have to question. I'd say my thinking on that would be, I've never, I've never really gone to anywhere that serves strong enough. Strong enough. I know. know. It's out of a jar. These fuckers couldn't even be bothered with that. I mean, holy shit! Oh god! Just get the, just fucking sack the chef and get get a jar of the. Yeah, mate, stuff. Talk to Dolmio. <laughs> it's coming out great. <laughs> I think you. I think your man might have lied on his resume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I don't think he did. Was a. I don't think he was a culinary fucking whiz kid. But I also remember there was no one else in there. <laughs> <laughs> You know how to pick a measure. <laughs> I mean, that's the. That's it the was the nineties. <laughs> oh, I think it was the nineties. That's the first thing I look at. I'm like, if no one's in there, I'm probably not going to eat it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. You are hoping to get like that diamond in the rough. <laughs> No one a else. Diamond in the grey struggle. Oh, you like you walking in, nobody there. I'm sure you and your mate are thinking, oh, we've been the lunchtime rush at the, <laughs> the brass cage. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky we got here, not there wouldn't have been any. Strangely enough, Darren, there was not one of those signs saying, please wait here to be served. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll stop talking about that because Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay, the story. <laughs> I'm sorry, you are George Costanza, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, look, there's a bit of Costanza in there. I just don't, I don't whip together a web of lies very often <laughs> like Costanza used to. <laughs> All right, the story is by, is both, story by and written by Kurt Wimmer, who wrote Law Abiding Citizen, and Charles Osborne, who wrote The Wolves, and the screenplay is by Jeffrey Kearns. This was his only credit. Why am I not surprised? It stars Peter Paul as Peter Jade and David Paul as David Jade. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> these two bozos couldn't even give us another name. No, no, it didn't work out well for them. It also stars Roddy McDowell as Philip Chamberlain and David Carradine as Mr C. The budget is unknown. I couldn't find any information. 
And the box oh, yeah. office is N.A., director video. Yeah. This was James Doohan's first non-Star Trek film since 1971's Man in the Wilderness. Interesting. So he only makes Star Trek films. And yet he's the best thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. up there. Okay. This is shit. You <laughs> <laughs> okay. come straight okay. to it. It's shit. Look, I agree with I would agree with you, Jared, that you know, as we spoke earlier, it looks better and is more probably polished than I anticipated. Although I actually thought it was gonna be a real real turn. Hmm. It hits it hits workmanlike. Yeah, it's work well. For the most part. Well <laughs> is is bloody is Johnny Paragon a workman? I mean... He's not a craftsman, I can tell you that. Well, he strikes me as a guy who would uh, do one at the brass case on, <laughs> on his lunch break, so... I don't know, but might be hitting work with level. Well, I can tell you right now, fucking Peter and David Paul would eat a little bit of low... Low GI gruel <laughs> from the brass cage uh, as part of craft services, I tell you. Okay, right, it's shit. <laughs> from two blokes who have absolutely no... No business being in film. Like, they are not actors. I don't know what they are. You've just given me a rundown on their kind of semi-career. And, it, you know, this was, I guess this was during that era, era where, like, they made Sagala star, even though yeah. he wasn't an actor. And it's it's in that era where you, you're, picking a, you're picking the video off the, off the shelf on the cover. You've got two of these massive units in the age when... You know, Arnie and Sly were still still cutting checks, cutting <laughs> yeah, large yeah, checks. Yeah. And you got two of them that look just like each other. You chuck them on the cover and you put a put a put a title of the movie about you know being twins or being large or something like that. There you go. There's your director <laughs> video selling point. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember picking this up in the video store in '92. I didn't pick it up, but I, well, I didn't hire it. But I probably picked it up <laughs> and looked at the cover and then put it yeah, back what? and went, oh, shit, Don the Dragon Wilson's got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You skated past the Barbarian Boys for Don the Dragon. Okay, look, it's not very good. The acting skills are low level. Pretty poor script. Direction poor. Action poor. Um, fight scenes. <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> Uh, and overall, it just ends up with a poor piece of filmmaking. So <laughs> I gave it one out of five. One? Jeez. Yeah, look, I was probably a little bit harsh, but nothing about it did anything for me. Yeah. Look, there's one particular sequence that I'd never want to see again. Okay. Yeah. Good. I think you hopefully, <laughs> I think you'll probably be on the same page when I mention it. All right. Well, there was points where I was skating around a two, but I probably stuck at a one and a half, I think. <laughs> well, I'll give it some credit. There is a goofy charm to the pair of them, but they are not actors. <laughs> no. So they're, I can see... They're, they're I more see, barbarians, Look, I can, see, <laughs> <laughs> I can see why somebody probably met these two blokes or came across them and probably thought, fuck, I might stick them in a movie. Yeah. Without knowing whether they could act or not. What we'll do is hire experienced thespian Roddy McDowell and then make yeah. him fucking cowtown of these ball bags. <laughs> no, I think... The wise thing that they, I think they, they were probably smart to attempt to go for a bit of the comedy aspect. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But it didn't really work because these guys couldn't deliver comedic lines. I did get a couple of laughs from other parts of it. Correct. Um, and as you said, they hired a couple of, 
hired a couple of other reasonable actors. I, I'm actually going to give the script a bit of credit to. It's oh. not a great script, but as a as the fucking bones of a vehicle for someone, it's passable. All right, they've got this the, the little plot going on in the background that's just your standard sort of shit that you've seen <laughs> in lethal weapon movies and shit like that, just done well in those ones. Yeah. So they take their bits and pieces from that. The reason that it doesn't work is because you you got to spend seventy five percent of the, the time with these two blokes, and they so, they so can't What would carry you them. have preferred the percentage to be dropped down to? Probably a sort of <laughs> you know, 30, <laughs> 30, 25, 30. So these guys are more character actors. Yeah. If, if you get that one, well, I think it just it doesn't work when you don't have someone that can act in in lead roles. Yeah, and you probably don't streamline those. Because it's, a, it's plot a, points as well as you could, because yeah. you know this is a direct video. It's a straight to video, and excuse me for using the term, but it's a fucking star vehicle. It's the whole movie is centered around these two blokes as a vehicle for their talents. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they weren't a actors. Star vehicle for a couple of blokes who call themselves the Barbarian Brothers. Yeah. Well, holy shit, Brad Crevoy. Go back to fucking Hallmark. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see they're giving it the best they've got, but this is just not their line of work. <laughs> what do you think their line of work should be? They could have been in movies as, like, Hench- henchmen and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could have used, easily worked them in. Because they're, they're massive units. I mean, that fucking bloke who was in Gladiator. Gladiators was in, got a henchman role in Superman Returns. Who? Uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Vulcan was in a Bond movie. Oh, Bond film. Ian Roberts was in Superman ah, Returns. My apologies. Okay, <laughs> shit, I've got it mixed up. But, um, <laughs> what I mean is they're big units yeah. who work perfectly. Who have a look yeah. where you look at them and you go, shit. <laughs> want to come up against that bloke, you know, uh, work at the door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think the Barbarian boys could probably have found some work there. They could have comfortably passed off that sort of shit. You know, a couple of lines here and there. But they were probably thinking to themselves, well, we can get in direct-to-video schlock as, as the stars. They would have been Making better off. Money. They would have been better off chumming around with Arnie and becoming his kind of Svenoli next Svenoli Thorson kind of, you know. Yeah, but so. nobody, nobody takes over from Sven, mate. No, 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 Arnie, no. Arnie was never going to let Sven go. No. But All they right. could have, you know, they could, he could have, they could have been Sven, Sven's kind of henchman. Sven Light. <laughs> Sven Light. Okay, I because I, I gave one out of five. Obviously, I've got very little to offer here in this portion. Um, but I will start with uh, the best line of the movie. You'll have to excuse my voice. I've been screaming at <laughs> assholes all morning. <laughs> Says yeah. on James Dillon, and Brilliant. I I laughed heavily. There. I laughed a lot. I laughed very very heavily <laughs> at that one. What, what do you got? Because you probably surely well, have a I had a couple. Of I mean. I, Initially, in the first 15 minutes or so, uh, this is not really a like, but I couldn't stop giggling at the fact that they expected us to believe that one of these fucking mammoth blokes, whose hands were probably like fucking, you know, sausage fingers <laughs> or whatever, that they expect us to believe he's got the delicate touch of a jewel thing. <laughs> You know, up. you know, he's not using a laser to cut through a window. He's <laughs> punching it in. <laughs> Come well, they on, he's making these delicate little holes and then chipping away. And I'm sitting there going, he couldn't even hold the thing. <laughs> yeah, he'd be constantly going. 
shit. <laughs> It'd be like when you see uh, Andre the Giant holding a beer can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did get a laugh when uh, they knock out the F- that FBI agent. Yeah. And David's yeah. standing over him and he sort of looks all upset and then he just goes, shit, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I found that funny. Yeah, very but good. I did. <laughs> can, I, can I give you, uh, given that you've given me one that you laughed at unreasonably, <laughs> I'll give you one that I laughed at. You'll raise me. Far Wait, more. Too I, yeah, I, again, I couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> um, Here we go. Was when Whitney, he kind of convinces Whitney that he's taken a piss and he's climbing out the window. Yeah. And then we fucking cut back to Whitney and he says. Oh, my younger sister's a hell of a tennis player. You'd never know that one of her legs is shorter than the other one. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't stop giggling at it. I don't know why. And then I also got a slight giggle out of uh, David having to come back in through the window. Yeah. And then fucking stepping in the crowd like that. I just thought, yeah, yeah of course. Of course he stepped <laughs> yeah, in the toilet. Yeah, good. Um, but I actually felt, initially, I thought we could have got a bit more mileage out of Whitney because I thought it was... There was a couple well, that of mildly been, amusing moments where you've got... He could have been like almost like the referee. Well, the thing that made me laugh about it was, okay, he's an FBI agent who's clearly a bit fucking dull, which mm. doesn't make sense, but the way that he kind of attached himself to the crim and was kind of like, this bloke's awesome. I was <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, thinking yeah. they had this rapport going. Yeah. You could have worked with that. I thought you could. Have, it would have been interesting to keep him... Around in, um, in the dynamic, because I thought at least when he was around, I was like I said, I got a couple of chuckles out of some yeah. silly lines that he was spouting. Yeah. So yeah, I could have I could have done with a little more of that. James doing again. Yeah. Uh, pipes up with uh, when he's told that the FBI guy that was guarding a suspect. His response is the guy with the slit throat. Nice work. <laughs> like this, and I thought again, I. It just, it was one of those lines that just tickled me because possibly delivery was involved. Yeah, a yeah. decent delivery. Yep. And again, the Barbarian Brothers look at him like he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, like, because that's the only facial expression they can muster. Well, they had, there was, there was one of them was kind of angry and one of them was kind of smiling. Yeah, yeah. And the only other kind of facial expression you mustered was one that, Seemed to like they had a little bit of gas going on. They kind of mixed their faces up. Okay. What else you got? Come on. Anything? Well, I think you're probably going to disagree with this, but I thought Roddy McDowell was reasonable oh. value for. No, no. As far as an actor's concerned, he at least shows that he's a professional. Yeah. And and well, he know, fucking stands out. <laughs> he stands out as far as actors can are concerned. Yeah. My problems with him are actually more character, not. Not yeah, yeah, and I can see that. performance at I all. I can see that. Like, McDowell's not a known villain type. No, he's so not. So that's where it doesn't work. But that's okay. I thought he passed it, passed that off all right. Mm. And they um, did do we'll a nice talk, little yeah, sequence we'll, where he shoots his second in command. Yeah, we'll talk about that down the stretch because I have a couple of questions about the villain as well. But he shoots his second in command. It kind of shows he's a bit more ruthless yes. than you think, yep. which I was fine with, you know, as a nice little sort of... You know, double cross. Yeah, you're using these movies all the time, but it yeah. worked out okay. Yeah, and that's it. That's it for me. That's it. Um, well, I've got, got one more, and it's to do more. with it's to do with when they bust into the penthouse. Yeah, I just felt like that was one of the few scenes where it played to what they can do. 
Mm. Like, they showed off a couple of feats of strength. Ah, yeah. And it was like, well, that's what we should be doing because these blokes, to that point, they hadn't really shown a lot of hand-to-hand work. No. But when they do, you can see why there's not a lot of it in the movie. So when you get the idea of, oh, yeah, there's a bloke trying to slip down the building on a rope, you get one of them fucking dragging him back up. And then that one also fucking whips the the satellite dish off and hoists it off the building. I was like, that's where these blokes, that's that's where this should be going. You're trying to showcase that they're really strong. Yeah, because because the rest of it, the gunplay and the the fighting and stuff, they, they looked a bit unnatural in that. Yeah, well, I guess when you can't put your fucking arms down, you know, because of the lats. Okay, okay, I get you. That's how you go. That's when you're going to have a problem. Yep. All right, so you got nothing else? Nothing. Nothing else there. Nothing else. All right, into the dislikes. I didn't know what they were really going for, right? So you're saying you want you want a bit of humour, yeah? Mm-hmm. And. That probably, out of anything that's successful, that's probably the most successful. Yeah. But then you're trying to meld into the, bring into some action pieces. Yep. You have stuff about his partner getting killed. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. I just, I remember just thinking, who's his partner again? Yeah, it probably like, doesn't fit in the, you know, the comedic yes. level. So you're trying to go with that comedic lane, but then you have his partner killed and you have this sequence where he talks about, he, he punches out the bloke because he um, he made a comment about her. Now, did I read too much into, into this, but there was a photo that possibly suggested they were more than partners. They were no. More than... No, because he had a, she had a fucking husband. He did turned he, up in the, in the cop shop or at the funeral. Really? I mean, unless... unless <laughs> is it Peter Paul? Was it fucking... Which one was it? Peter or David? It was it Peter. It was Peter. Peter the cop, unless he was... Fucking hide the purple parsnip behind his mate's back. Well, is it a parsnip or a... Oh, in his case, it's a fucking giant parsnip. Yeah, but... Oh, no, no, she's probably a roid budget, so... No. Look, getting away from that is she had a... She had a husband. So I, I don't... I guess I don't quite know what they were trying I to say. I don't recall the husband. Yeah, I saw him briefly. So, Shit. No, no. What I think, what I think they were trying to go for was that they were very close. Oh, I think I need to fucking double check this, but yeah, no, I, no, were, I saw there was a picture there, and he was fucking holding her. Or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, didn't look but, like but, that. Didn't look that. No, that but I don't think, think it was. I don't life. think they were sleeping together or anything. I think the idea was that they they'd been partners for years. And and they they were very yeah. close. Well, I misread that because remember I he they had. I got I got the vibe that they had previously been. No, that's not that. what I got. Yeah, but you um, you weren't watching the movie. Oh no, I was. I was fucking <laughs> comatose by it. But you were cursing the movie. But what I, what I mean is, is it? I don't think that was what I they were going for. I don't recall the fucking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure there was a funeral? Oh, either a funeral or a wake. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. I mean, holy Christ, I watched this like two days ago. Uh, I recently had a birthday and turned 46, so there's no... You've got no excuse. I've got one. <laughs> Shit. 
<laughs> you're just you're starting to do what I, what my dad used to do, which I would love. When he'd start fucking watching a movie and he'd yell, "Oh yeah, I've seen this," and then he'd get to the next scene and he'd go, "Oh no, I haven't." And then, then we'd get to another scene and he'd go, "Oh yeah, I haven't." <laughs> Yeah. I think that's what you're getting to. Well, yeah. don't you start because you don't even remember the funeral <laughs> slash wake sequence. That's because I don't think there was one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there wasn't one. But whatever, her husband was there. I'm telling you, she had a husband. <laughs> she had a husband. Her yeah, and okay. Paul, Fair Paul, enough. or Peter. <sighs> Jesus Christ, Peter, her and Peter were very close. They'd been partners for years. Because at one point he says something about how you should, you need to call me. If anything goes wrong, you call yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was the fucking uh, I, I don't... boss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were going for. Yeah, right. Um, and then there was a little bit of synth music, so I thought maybe they were going for Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were way off target, I can yep. tell you. Terrible actors, both of them. And yeah, look, pretty bad. No They're doing the, their best. No to the boys, mullets went out in the 80s. <laughs> Top tier mullets. No, <laughs> top of the ball. I was going to say that. Although, I admit, yeah, they honestly, they could have got a run at our mullet Olympics. They would have. They wouldn't have beaten Gibson, but they would have really sort of pushed him, I yep. think, at the line. Yeah. But yeah, they had kind of real sort of rippling mullets. Yes, they did. They kind of spread out, <laughs> they sort of spread out to, to the sides. Yeah, they look like <laughs> their heads were like sugar gliders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They had like wings. Yeah. Very impressive moulets does not make up for the fact that they, they were not good actors. And yeah. Well, like David said, Paul was probably better because he had the goofier role. Yeah, yeah. And you could see, like I said, there was a, there was a fucking childish kind of charm to what was going on but yeah they could they couldn't they couldn't give you much range <laughs> put it that way <laughs> no no of course not I mean I was I didn't want to go this far but in my mind they couldn't have acted their way out of a wet paper bag okay they were right. pretty bad yes right, but you know what Correct. though Stephen Zagal hasn't been able to act his way out of a wet paper bag at least there was a there was a um <laughs> A shred of self-awareness about these blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. weren't making fun of themselves the whole time, so I'll give them that. The love-hate kind of relationship between the brothers—it just doesn't work. Like you. Well, it's the classic case of, yeah, it's fine. It's it's a outlandish setup, but but fine for this sort of stuff. We'll let it go. But there's go. nothing. There's nothing there. You can't. How do you build ca- characters with these blokes? Fair. It's all surface level bullshit too. Yeah, yeah. There's it, no. It never there's sort no, of descends any lower. Or gets they spend about two minutes trying to concoct a little bit of sort of coming together and them kind of spilling each other's spilling the guts to each other. Yeah, that's it. That's all you get for the whole movie. Yeah, and it, it just all the jokes they kind of pull out are kind of lame. Like it just. Yeah. It just doesn't kind of find its feet there. Whereas yes. if, if if the writing had been a smidgen tighter, yeah, yeah. you might have got something out of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a number of gags in there where you look at it and you think, give me give me a couple of hours and I'll come up with a better line than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. Let me give me a boost at the grass cage for an hour or two. <laughs> you know, a couple of places strong enough. Pad and a pen. Yeah. Oh, God, and I think all I'm writing is, oh my God, my stomach hurts. Yeah. I'm writing, <laughs> help me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Roddy McDowell, fine as an actor, but he's just not a villain. He did, like, he, he never kind of produces any real menace apart from when he shoots his partner. Yeah. And see, a Roddy McDowell, you could have used him in a different way. I think he would have got more. Like a David Carradine. Well, was it David? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. David. He would have been a nice villain. A Roddy McDowell is passable, is fine with what he does, but there's never an instance where, like I said to you, like, who is he? What is he? How did he get to the top of this villain? Well, I didn't tree? know. Was he and an RC? Or what was he? Well, I wanted to see. Oh, he wanted to break into the vault with that. I mean, thing. with some of these really successful villains of this type, like the Hans Gruber, for example, <sighs> you get scenes where you see why Hans is the boss. You yeah. see a ruthless side. You see you see him, him telling challenge Carl and telling you know, what to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or you see, you know, he gets challenged or put in a situation and you see they use the nous or the ruthlessness or whatever to get out of it or to, you know, Roddy didn't have any of that. <laughs> no, he no. just had, uh, you're fired. And someone else doing the, doing yeah, the yeah. shooting and things and like again, that. That stuff was comedic as well. Yeah. Like I, again, that, that 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 sort of when you're dealing with villains, you shouldn't be using the comedic angle. Like the comedic angle is for Peter Paul and Mary. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what you you use that for them, but then your villains are supposed to be a bit more serious. Yeah. And I could have got away with Roddy McDowell as he was if you got a sense. The only time you get it is when he cuts the hand off in the opening opening scene, but it wasn't that wasn't really enough. We do not get off to a flying start when we turn up to the airport to collect the English bloke with a briefcase cup to his wrist. Yes, who then proceeds to look at the camera and go, "Los Angeles International <laughs> Airport." I was just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> at first, I wrongly thought that was James Dillon. I was like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> you reckon? You reckon the barbarians can't act? There is a number of people <laughs> in supporting roles in this film who can't act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did notice though. You had the captain. He was someone I'd seen before. Yes, uh, there was a couple of people on the serviceable. Force seen a few times. Serviceable. I'd never seen his his partner before. Mm. What about the husband and all the, <laughs> the attendees of the funeral slash wake that I'm not sure actually ever took place? Fucking hell. Was I watching something else and just getting them mixed up? I think you're still on a high from Iceman's, uh, you know, funeral in Matt. Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're sitting there in your head, you're thinking, I'm sure they were firing off 21 guns for the party. Although, Jared, I don't remember any husbands being in that either. <laughs> no, no. Oh, true. shit, all right. No, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether whether it's your ageing or my just general fucking f- foolish, <laughs> foolish nature. Well, when it takes you 500 goes to watch Malignant over a week, that's not a problem. (laughs) 
I think it's a mixture of fatigue and <laughs> foolishness. Now, now, next one. What? Who the fuck lets a cop turn up to any sort of robbery in progress in a fucking crop top? <laughs> like, I, I, well, I demand answers, Jared. Well, when you when you got abs like that, you can probably get away with it. But well, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, what happens if the media's there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you see the sprawling mullet, you see the crop top, you see the tight jeans, and you're just like, it's not a good look overall. And he he wears it for fucking 75 seconds. I know, I know. Did he do a wash? I don't think he washed. (laughs) He hasn't washed. Because they roll around and belt each other up. And then you, he gets back into it later on. It looks clean as a whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, someone must be doing his laundry for him, but that was yeah. not spelled out. Maybe it was his wife. <laughs> no, it must have been his partner, partner. <laughs> <laughs> who had a husband on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I, how do we, how do we um, <laughs> expect to break down movies when we're not even sure what happened to that movies? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, but that's been a long-running problem <laughs> for about 300 episodes. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, this is where that we get to the lowest ebb of lame. Yeah. The cat burglar joke, where they just put the box in front of him with the cat in it. I was oh, like, no. What are we doing? I thought to myself, with the, like, who's shelling out dollars to buy a pet so, so and they're going... <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, the cat burglar. <laughs> I'm just like, at least come up with something mildly amusing if you're no, going to deliver the cat Again, to give me an hour and I'll come up with a, come up with a better gag for you to yeah, have. Yeah, and that, and that was running through the whole movie. The the writing of, and you, as you said, it's no wonder the guy didn't get another gig because that was the major stuff that didn't work. Yeah. was when you had to spend time with these guys and they were cracking gags on each other and whatever. They didn't work. Although I'd have given him another chance alone on I've been screaming, on, screaming at assholes all morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have given him a chance to write another script and said, more of this. <laughs> yeah, stick to this, not that other shit you've been piling in there. Yeah. Also, and this brings me back to another one. What the fuck happened to the poor cat? <laughs> We didn't see it again after he took it to his apartment. We also didn't see the bird next door who was kind of eyeing him off, and I thought, oh, well, this is going somewhere. Maybe that will help ease the pain of his ex-wife dying. You seem to have forgotten the the funeral, but I don't remember that. (laughs) I don't remember him getting eyeballed. Yeah. You know the woman that comes when he's taking the cat home, his neighbour peeks out and she's wearing, like, dressing gown or something like that. And then he goes in and starts pumping the weights. And he's going, oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> screaming out. And she's sitting. You see a shot of her. Oh, she, look, I think I must apartment. have missed that because I was horrified by him. Because you were watching a movie with a fucking funeral in it. No, <laughs> I was horrified by the fact that that guy comes home after a night at work in a dark and dingy apartment, strips down, <laughs> goes shirtless, 
on the bench press and he seems to be oiled up for reasons I can't understand and then proceeds to yell and scream like he's having an orgasm. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I did not know where to look. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on there. But then, as I said, you get the shot of the neighbour next door hearing this and kind of seems oh. to be on the door. Okay. I can tell you well, now, if she'd have walked in there, she'd have been not hot and bothered anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because he looked... I he's... thought she was Chekhov's neighbour, that we were going to come... <laughs> <laughs> we were going to get her. No. I guess Peter Paul's a rogue. He doesn't have time for ladies. Yeah. Except well, for other people's Maybe wives. she was looking after the cat that we also didn't see again. Yeah. So, Yeah, look, that, that scene instilled me with horror. Also... You've also skipped over one of the most horrifying things in the movie. <laughs> okay. Let me let me state in no uncertain terms, I did not need to see a fucking largely exposed ass crack to reinforce <laughs> oh, yeah. incompetence of a security guard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was I a hefty fucking serving of salmon all- there. I did, I did not order salmon. Oh, <laughs> no. No, I did not order salmon. And quite frankly, that was basically a brown eye. <laughs> That wasn't plumber's crack, it was fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't do it. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, they... Okay, he's incompetent. I get it. He can still have his pants pulled (laughs) up. his whole ass. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, yeah, you don't need to ram it home. I understand. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, shocking. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, coming back to David's reaction about the death of his partner, he says one note as it comes. I mean, yeah. he does not. He does not change facial expressions, Jared. No. His partner of many years, who you assume he's rooting on the side. <laughs> no, I didn't assume he was rooting on the side. I got previously a couple. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> was I wrong? Was it a Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I seem to have missed the third party in this for being so tactless. The fact that you think they were together. So if that was the case, his reaction to her death is... <laughs> it's... I, 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 I think it's fair to say it's understated. <laughs> I mean, he's breaking up on the inside. He must be because he, he, he barely cracks it. He cracks it. He gives us nothing in the face. Yeah. And then it, that scene is over, and we never hear about it ever again. He's not doing it for revenge. He's not doing it for... No. It's bullshit. I hear ya. The shootout, the fucking... In the penthouse apartment. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen so many random shots getting fired. Like, it just cuts to the boys going... <laughs> and then they're all bursting and falling. There's more glass in the place than you know what to do with. Yeah. Oh, it's that sort of stuff that cruels the film. Yeah, it does. It hurts it. Anytime there's something action-related, it's pretty poor. Yes. I mean, which is why Johnny I said, Paragon, I think the not whole thing about, you know, special. ripping off satellite dishes and stuff like that. That's what that's what you should have been doing. And the one where he decks the the other police officer, <laughs> you get the shot of him fucking flying through the air and landing on the bloody swing in the playground. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the shit you should have stuck with. I mean, Arnie used to do that all the time. 
in his early movies. Yeah. He would pick something up or he'd, you know, there was always something that showed how strong he was. Mm. That's what you aim for with these guys. Yep. The worst fist fight of the lot is them two punching each other. Yes. It's shocking. It adds nothing to the film. I mean, the, the punch that's thrown to start it, you call cut straight away. Yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> Didn't happen somehow. Nah. What was the point of that sequence where they intimidate the councilman in the tanning bed? Yeah. Where they're standing over him and they're using all these weird voices and stuff. Well, I didn't mind the, the again, turn the car over. That's the sort of That's shit. That's all right. Yeah. Like them, yeah, the part that required them to do a little bit of fucking seemingly comedic acting. Nah, no. Failed. Yeah, didn't failed. Work. The councilman getting run over repeatedly. It's yeah. clearly a dummy yeah. <laughs> bouncing around all over the place and just really, really showcases how cheap and nasty this sort of thing is. Yes. The diamond heist, where they're trying to stop it. Yep. That is just so limp. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that is so sort of, it just doesn't have any excitement at all. It just, nothing sort of works. No, And that's really. where you got problems here because well, what you do again, is you the cut, action stuff. You just... cut around these blokes with, with good action. Yep. You don't hire John Paragon. I mean, get a few close-ups of them firing guns and stuff, because when you're not when you're seeing them doing that stuff, as you said, it's difficult because they can't put the two hands together to hold a gun because <laughs> their arms are so fucking huge. <laughs> like it's, it just looks so unnatural for them. Oh man! I also um, I got a question for you too oh. about you know this period of time. Straight to video films. Was there a picture that was beneath David Carradine at this time? No, there was not. <laughs> or David Dow, was hungry and needed money <laughs> because he is in this for what? Maybe about two minutes? Yep. Three minutes? Yep. He's fairly highly built. Given highly that. built. Again, Carradine would have, I felt, been a better villain because, Jared, you need to pit these guys against another big bopper. But Carradine was giving you a day, tops. By the look of it, he was giving you an hour. You know, Jared, that your film's in trouble when David Carradine tells you he can only give you a day. McDowell says in the, schedule's, are, the schedule's clear. Yeah, McDowell yeah. says, I'm not busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas Carradine says, I can give you a day. I don't know why, because I don't think he was exactly punching out good stuff back no, then. No, he was sleepwalking. I mean, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he said, I've got a day because I'm shooting um, martial law <laughs> and it's filling up or martial quite rapidly. Or whichever one he was in. But Carradine would have been a better villain because he has more of that kind of villainous intent about him. Yeah. But you needed another pair of big boys, henchmen, that then the, the two brothers take on. Yeah, you could hand probably hand. Throw, yeah, something like that. Out Problem there. is, you couldn't shoot hand to hand like it's worth a shit. So <laughs> why, why would you bother? So maybe you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think the producers just looked at it and said, "Well, we go." You because, know, but that would have made sense, wouldn't it? You got these two huge units, and you put them up against two others. Yeah, but that's the stuff where you probably don't need to do hand to hand. 
That's where it's okay for two massive units going against each other to be a bit sluggish and a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, as you said, you rip out a fucking, I don't know, you rip out a fucking parking meter or something and start swinging at each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Play to the strengths yeah. that these guys had. Look, the last one for me was right at the end, Roddy McDowell toasts his crew to the most brilliantly conceived plan. And I was just like, how? <laughs> You're like, it wasn't brilliantly conceived in any way, shape, or form. It was just a sort of a coincidences that get them back the piece of stuff they were after. That's yeah. that's all it is. Yep. So the plans are loaded. This shit, is where Roddy. I'm saying. Look, this is where I'm saying that stuff could have worked. The fact that okay, so the setup is these guys have gone to these lengths to fucking take this particular thing that they need. Mm-hmm. Dickhead cat burglar's got in the way, has stolen said thing, happens to be twin brother of cop. Yeah. That's all right. But for this sort of shit, that's fine. But as the plan's going through, we get tied up with all these other people rather than just this guy's got our thing. Yeah. And we're hunting him <clears throat> and down. And we need to get it back. Yeah, and he's bullshitted to get his way out, you know, get back, get his way out. But the way it is... Even if he bullshits, you're saying, yes... You'll still be in our custody. We'll take you out of Gen Pop. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're still in our custody, and we'll get back to you when we act on your information. Do you think <laughs> the barbarians, would, barbarian brothers, would have been perfect extras in Tango and Cash? Oh, absolutely like perfect. Down in the industrial laundry in the prison. Yeah, like they would have been perfectly suited for that. Spot on. You know, along with that big guy with the gigantic the, jaw. Yeah. Speaking Robert of, Dazar. speaking of, we just got a bit of, a bit more Joe Bob, Maniac uh, Cop. Oh, Maniac Robert. Cop's on there, isn't going to get on that. <clears throat> Maniac Cop's not a bad film. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. What about two and three? Oh, Love them I too. haven't seen them. <laughs> I'll go, I'll watch all of them. <laughs> I know, I bet you you will. Uh, that was it for me. Yeah. I didn't really uh, have much else to say. No, I no, think I, I, I summed it up pretty well. No, I think you made your feelings very, very clear. Very well clear. On a film that you may or may not have watched <laughs> thoroughly. Properly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I watched it fully. Um, um, and, and, yeah, my mind is not what it used to be. No, <laughs> we'll no. start with saying. Well, again, there's not much to begin with. So <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're chipping away at that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a pea brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I'll funny because like I was actually too. thinking the other night when I was watching The Prowler, <laughs> yeah, that guy survives after having yeah. the bayonet shoved through his head. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, it's possible. I mean, my brain's so fucking small. <laughs> it would have missed all the vitals and gone straight through. It's just, a fucking, it's just a minor <laughs> abrasion at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so, look, when you click over to 46... Yeah. Look, I'm a pea brain too, but I think my peas are going to be mushy as well. Like, there's not much happening so, up Hang there. on, sorry. It's pea uh, soup at this hang point. Hang on, hang on. So, I'm 46. Yeah. And you're 40... 40. You're 40. Yes. So, you got, you got, I got, you got six years on me. Yeah, but that's, that doesn't mean much. <laughs> I know, I know. It's certainly... Uh, it's fucking dumb and dumb. It's a fucking lineage. <laughs> There could be some fucking issues down this track. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure what the fuck this will become. <laughs> uh, but, uh, look, that's the end of Double Trouble. I, yeah. I, I'm going to... So I, next can, week, Barbarians. <laughs> can I, or can I put a caveat 
Well, I don't want to see another one. <laughs> 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 these Come on. Of course you do. I tell you what, I'll tell you, let's, let's put this caveat on it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to see these guys again I don't like until you butter me up. You talk me into it. You into it? I talked you into this. Well, I became aware of it. And then uh, when you became aware of my Amazon password, you said, holy shit, double troubles on me. Oh, no, I know. And I said, yeah. <laughs> okay, look, I talked you into this. I wish I hadn't. But I think the caveat is I don't want to see these guys until you then talk me into it. Yeah, yeah. In see, about I, 12 months' time when, when Amazon comes... refreshes and comes out with the rest of their catalog. When it comes to film, I don't like to say, I never say never. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have, um, I have been hypocritical before when I've said I never watched someone's work again, <laughs> and then I'm straight back in. There, yeah, like. true. Look, I, look, I should stop talking about that <laughs> bullshit because I never say never as well. All right, that was uh, double trouble. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podomatic, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Please rate and review on all the platforms if you can. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next movie. Um, we will probably end up doing a couple of listener requests. Instead of... Instead of fucking furious and furiously ignoring everybody <laughs> <laughs> and wasting people's time. <laughs> I mean, look, we've got a we've got a handful of very loyal, very, very loyal people that very loyal constantly people. get in touch with this. I can't see any of them wanting to watch Double Trouble. Yeah, look, I'm I'm taking the piss. We 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 know you've given us some stuff to watch, and we're gonna get to it as soon as we can. As we soon just, as we uh, stop coming across this shit on streaming services. Yeah. No, no, the next couple of weeks we're gonna knock a bit of this stuff off. So until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.